we head to the BetMGM Rewards Hotline to talk to our guy from wagertalk.com, Andrew McKinnis. Drew, thanks for joining the show, brother. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks a lot for having me on with you guys. It feels good to be back with you because that means uh, more than just baseball uh, are back on the horizon. I'm looking forward to that. So uh, thanks hockey. for having me, and it's good to chat with you guys. Yeah, Andrew, Absolutely. for sure. We, we, we are so happy that we have real football back because I'm, I'm sick and tired of handicapping why the White Sox continue to make everybody mad, including my co-host here, yeah. Ryan Horvath. Uh, Andrew, let me ask you about the New York Giants, actually, off the top, because this Giants team kind of shocked the world. Other than myself. I told everybody to take them as a money-lying dog on Sunday. They didn't listen to me. Now look, you could have been rich, but you're not. This Giants team, they're 1-0 for the first time in a long time. And now this week they have a, a decent matchup on the horizon against the Panthers where they're favored by 2.5. What are your takeaways from the Giants week one? And, and are you actually going to watch Daniel Jones against Baker Mayfield? <laughs> My boys. Uh, I'm going to watch what makes me money. I mean, I like watching it for entertainment, but I'll be honest, a lot of the time I'm just watching the game that I have money on. And I actually have money on the game coming up this weekend uh, between the Panthers and Giants. Look, I mean, first of all, I mean, you'll hear everybody on Twitter and everybody all over the social media world talking about overreaction week with college football, NFL. I mean, the dogs are barking in week one. Then week two, you figure out if they were actually the real deal or not. I think by week three, you can actually kind of get a handle on what's real, what's not. And that's why I advise people that, um, you know, be careful over these first couple of weeks. You know, I've won the bet underdogs so far in the season feels pretty good about themselves, but uh, oddsmakers are smart. They'll adjust pretty quickly. But, you know, heading into week two, I really, really like the over 43 and Panthers-Giants. I mean, Mm. I don't think it's about what you do when you start. It's about what you do when you finish. And I actually bet against the Browns, uh, or excuse me, I bet against the Panthers and Baker Mayfield. Um, But I thought that he looked a lot better in the second half. You know, I just swept my bet on the Browns, um, really starting to pick things up. And, you know, Nick Chubb, tore them apart, and I think that we're going to see uh, Saquon Barkley do the exact same thing. He had 164 yards. The Panthers' rush defense is not good at all. We saw Danny Dimes throw three straight passing touchdowns, an 81% completion percentage. And, you know, the Panthers actually have weapons, guys. I think they're slept on. I think D.J. Moore slept on, Robbie Anderson. You know, McCaffrey, you know, hopefully he's healthy up until, you know, week five this week I mean, or this year. I mean, yeah. I just hope that guy stays healthy. He's so talented. What do you guys think? I think over 43. I think the total is just too low. There's, there's too many weapons out there. You yeah, know, I'd I, go over too. Andrew, I'm with you too. And I'm, I've been the biggest Baker Mayfield hater that exists. Like, I can't stand even baking now because it just reminds ah. me of Baker's name. Like, I just can't stand the guy. But I will say, in preseason, he impressed me. And I, just, I wrote it off as preseason. Regular season, he still has impressed me. He looks like a quarterback who's come in, commanded, taking the command of the offense early, and they do have some weapons. It was really good to see a guy who hated Baker Mayfield as much as me, Robbie Anderson, get a touchdown catch from Baker Mayfield this year. So they have seemed to make amends. I love the overplay from you and, and just your assessment of that Panthers Maybe team. a first half under, full game over. That's a good That's a good look, too. Yeah, I, I like that. that a lot. I can see that completely. Yeah, both teams taking some time to settle in and figure yeah. out their game plan, but... You know, I just find it funny that uh, last week, you know, I'm betting against Baker and the Panthers, but yet I'm able to use what I learned in that game to make a play for next week mm-hmm. involving this team. You know, I, I felt like their, their their rush defense was horrible, but in the second half, they proved they can uh, throw the ball. So uh, over 43, I think New York, you know, New York's got a sneaky offense. Mm-hmm. Watch out for them. If Saquon stays healthy as well, man, he had a good week in week one. Andrew, you brought up it was a big weekend for dogs. One dog I really like this week is the uh, Saints at home, plus three against the Buccaneers. And I know the Bucs look pretty good against a really bad Cowboys team, and the Saints had to come back and 
beat a really bad Atlanta team with a huge effort in the second half from Jameis and Mike Thomas, but they've beat Tom Brady all four times since he's got to Tampa Bay. Brady's four and five in his lifetime against the Saints. First career shutout came against the Saints, and we're still getting them plus three. Do you feel like this is a little bit of a trap? What would you do in this game? You know, I think I think it is an interesting game, and I think the Saints just have O-line issues. I mean, sacks four times. Yeah. You know, the D-line caused very minimal pressure. That's that's one thing I kind of worry about. But then again, you know, the number's been bet down for a reason. You know, it, it opened up minus four, uh, minus two and a half now. You know, I, for me, I actually would look towards the under in this game, uh, Tampa and New Orleans. Two teams that obviously can throw the ball, two teams that have a lot of talented guys. But, you know, I think that, um, you know, some weak offensive lines, some some pressure towards the quarterbacks. Tom Brady's not a stranger of getting rid of the ball. He doesn't want to get sacked. I think under 44, under 44 and a half be the play here. I, this is a game, honestly, I don't have a really strong opinion on. But uh, one thing I noticed, that the trenches did not look good for New Orleans. One game that I love, and I'm very interested in what you have to say about them, is Miami at Baltimore. Um, as much as we love the Ravens, they gave up 300-plus yards to a very washed Joe Flacco. They threw the ball to like seven different Jets players. Six of them had 40 or more yards. Uh, I'm probably going to go ahead and take Miami not only as a three-and-a-half-point dog, but maybe a little bit sprinkle on the money line. What do you see in this game, even though it is in Baltimore? I like what you're thinking. Uh, I've already locked that in as well. Um, I always play the spread and the money line if it's in that kind of range, that ballpark. I know some people that just stick with only the money line in that range, but i got to do a little spread as well. Uh, look, I mean, Miami plus three uh, in the turnover department, which was huge for them, but I, I think that a lot of people just, for some reason, still don't like Tua. You know, you talk about uh, hating on Baker Mayfield. Well, he's kind of given us lots of reasons to hate on him a little bit, some quotes and mm-hmm. things he's done on the field. But I don't really get the Tua hate. You know, I think he's accurate. I think the Miami Dolphins have lots of weapons. They've got a pretty decent run game. And, you know, Baltimore has offensive line issues. Speaking of, you know, issues in the trenches, mm. you know, if, if they're constantly trying to escape the pocket, if Lamar is constantly trying to move around, That'll be a problem against Miami. And honestly, I don't think that Baltimore can trade points uh, with the Dolphins. So I like the the Dolphins here on the road, and and I'm buying into them big time here this year. We're joined now by Andrew McKinnis of wagertalk.com. He's joining us on the BetMGM Rewards hotline. And remember that every time you make a bet with the King of Sportsbooks, the only sportsbook, you get rewards points that you that you can use towards dining, stay, and so much more. Check out the conversation with Andrew. Of course, on the Odyssey app, type in bet MGM tonight. Andrew, I'm looking at some of these other lines, and I just can't wrap my head around this one. The Patriots and Mac Jones. Mm. I mean, I don't want to be... Oh, you could be mean. I don't want to be too dramatic. They stink. But there are these bets that you can make at bet MGM of like, I don't know, team to lose every single game. That, I mean, that might be far-fetched, but this Patriots team sucks. And I'm tired of people giving me the Bill Belichick excuse. Oh, he was so great. Tom Brady has been <laughs> gone. And for some odd reason, I don't love Mitchell Trubisky as much as the next guy. But the Steelers are one-point underdogs at home against the Patriots, who just lost week one in the Steelers coming off a huge win against the Cincinnati Bengals. Help me make sense of this, because if you do not, I am going to pull out all the hair I don't have, and then I'm going to be mad at you for it. I just can't understand why this line is essentially a pick It's ridiculous. The Patriots, Patriots are actually favored minus 120. It's sick. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I'm not the biggest Patriots fan myself. Uh, everywhere, Everybody where I live is a Patriots fan. I'm a Packers fan myself, so I've got my own problems to worry about, of course. But uh, 
yeah, I, I don't like Patriots fans, and I don't really like the Patriots' belief, but I will say that in this matchup, I might not feel as as strongly about dissing them as you do just because it is the Steelers, you know? And I think that, like I said, Miami was really undervalued. Like, I, I liked Miami quite a bit. I know it wasn't, like, an extremely lopsided victory, but they kind of flexed their muscles. But I think what a lot of people don't realize is Patriots actually moved the ball. Their red zone conversion rate was just horrible. They just couldn't, they couldn't punch it in. They turned the ball over, like I mentioned a few moments ago uh, when talking about the Dolphins. You know, I, I think the only play to go in this game is the under. If you hate the Patriots mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. that you should just bet the under. That's the way I look at it because why pick a winner in this one when you can challenge these guys to both convert in the red zone? You know, did you get me on that one? I mean, I just don't really get why we wouldn't worry about who wins this one and challenge them to put some points up on the board. Andrew, uh, that's a great point, Andrew. Mahomes and the Chiefs looked awesome week one against the Cardinals. I might say more about the Cardinals than that it does the Chiefs. And then you got the Chargers, obviously. And Cleo Mack had three sacks in his first game as a Charger. They look really good. That's the Thursday night matchup. And we had the hook. Now it's all the way up to four. The Chargers, four-point dogs on the road at Arrowhead, taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. What would you do in this game? Yeah, that Chargers game, first of all, that bugged me. I had the over in that one. It, I, You know, the last year when, when the Raiders and Chargers met, it was a crazy game. I expected something similar, uh, but the car turnovers didn't really help my case there in that one. But, uh, look, you know, obviously an arrowhead here um, taking on KC. I just think that, you know, when a guy like Tyreek Hill leaves a team and, and when a team has been so successful, um, the, the coach, you know, the quotes I saw from Mahomes and, and just the coaching staff talking about how it's going to be a different guy every game. Fantasy lovers hate that. Prop editors hate that. I actually like that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it was, what, four, five passing touchdowns to four different guys mm-hmm. or four, something like that. I mean, that's really impressive to me. Um, I've already locked in over two and a half passing touchdowns for Patrick Mahomes. That's the way I'd look here. I, I think that um, you can really expose the Chargers defense. And I just I like the fact that they can mix it up, Casey, you know, on the ground and through the air. And I feel like Justin Herbert, as fun as he is to watch and the Chargers, they're a team that I want to bet on when they're, you know, trading points and involved in really high scoring games. If we see Casey get a lead, they will run the ball into the ground and slow the pace down. And I think that'll really bother the Chargers. So um, I wouldn't mind uh, laying the points here with uh, with the home team. Andrew. Oh. Is there, any, is there any number, the way that you've seen the Bills, and we have about 30 seconds, 30 to 45 seconds, is there any number you see the Bill favor, Bills favorite as that you wouldn't take? <laughs> um, they're a team I want my money on. I'll, I'll put it that way. I mean, 10-point favorites, look, look Titans. Team, all of their, yeah, I'm taking them. They're way too well-rounded. They've got far too many guys. Gabriel Davis, looking at his receiving yards pretty much every week this year. I love the Bills and their team total over as well. Andrew, thank you so much for stopping by, brother. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. That's our guy, Andrew McInnes, of course, joining us on the BetMGM Rewards Hotline. He joins us from Wager Talk. It's always good. good. Yeah, I was going to say really quick on that um, before we go to the break, man. That's a good look on the Mahomes touchdown passes, especially with J.C. Jackson most likely not playing in this Mm -hmm. game. That's what I'm waiting on because I wanted to grab the four with the Chargers, but, man, no J.C. Jackson against Mahomes and all those weapons. Yeah. And then no probably Keenan Allen as well. So yeah. that's pretty big for the Chargers. I also have Mike Williams on my fantasy team as oh well as Keenan so Allen. Oh, I have both of them, though. so I, I feel good about Mike Williams having to step up. Hopefully Justin Herbert sees him uh, this this, yeah. this game because it'd be Josh nice to get Palmer those targets. Kid. Stealing all the targets. Stealing all the targets.